Hi, this is Jack Dyer, and this is Caller Go Ahead, a show made up of voicemails left by listeners at 702-546-6329. Enjoy the show. So I've been driving a lot in January, and I've started to get into podcasts a lot, and I just listened to episode 13. Someone asked, um, have you ever had a moment where you just realized that you love someone? And I don't know that I have, but it reminded me of a quote from a Jason Raz song. I don't remember what it's called. But at the end, he says, you are my island of reality in the ocean of diarrhea. And uh, I think it's, it's kind of a funny quote, but also sometimes there's a, a lot of crap in your life. And um, I don't really like driving very much. So I just thought that was interesting. But one thing I've been listening to a lot is uh, the the podcast by Mike Rowe. It's called uh, The Way I Heard It. And so it's, it's a pretty good podcast. I like to listen to it a lot. Um, but I've been thinking about how I, I used to watch the show Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe when I was a kid, and at the end of every episode, they would um, they would have a, a spot where the crew and Mike are sitting on the side of the road, and they'd look all sad, and they'd say, please call us, we're, uh, we're running out of jobs, there's nothing left to do, and eventually the show got canceled, and uh, I think they actually had a, a revival season at some point during the pandemic, but I didn't watch it. But anyways, I think it would be, I think it would be really sad if the same thing happened to this show. Um, podcasts are kind of my, my island of reality in the the craft of driving. And so, well, if you have something to say, you should call. I would, I would love to hear it. See ya. Hey, um, so I'm calling because I got a couch yesterday and I'm moving and finding cheap furniture that I can afford as a college kid has been just a heck of a thing. And um, I want to buy the nice thing, but no, I cannot. <laughs> and um Yesterday, I found a couch on a Facebook marketplace for a hundred dollars. Well, it's for a hundred and twenty, but I asked her if she'd sell it for a hundred. She said she would if I came and picked it up yesterday. So I did, and I walk into this lady's place, and like she's rich. Like I walked through her double door entry, and I was like, "This is gonna be a really nice couch," and it is. And that may not be a super big deal, but I am going to revel in the happiness of my new couch that is not new, but it's new to me and it's comfortable and I'm so excited to use it and to just watch TV on it because it's super comfortable and I'm just, I'm just really happy about it. So I hope everyone else has a couch kind of experience. 
have no idea if this thing is working. If you guys can hear me, let me know. I don't know if this is working. I think it's a recorded message. Uh, if this is working, I'm from the future. I'm talking specifically that when hearing this message, I've come to warn you. Um, you know, I didn't think I'd get this far to be honest with you. Uh, hey, hey. Hello? Hello, people who are listening. I hope your days are good. And to the producers that made this, whatever. Um, to the people that are listening, uh, hope you enjoy and have a nice day. See ya. I hope everybody has a great day. And here's for my people out there. You feel me? Have a great day. Hope you enjoy this message. Hey, so, uh, I wanted to play a song for you guys that really got me through a rough time in my life. It's kind of depressing, but not a lot of meaning in it. It's kind of short, though. Fuck. You might have fucked that up. But, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be the King of the Hill thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to put back besides that. Uh, quick question. Why are there so many armadillos moving up more north? Shit's weird. You should never see them. Now I see him like two or three times a day. I don't like it. It's unnerving. Um, hey everyone, that's listening in podcast land. Uh, just calling to, to vent a little bit. Uh, this have this past week um, has been rough. Actually, more specifically, the last couple of days, um, dealing with my anxiety, with my depression, my loneliness, um, my separation from my marriage. Uh, just a lot of sadness, a lot of things that are just like piling up and on the outside I try to hold it in and try to be you know a decent person and and I uh, you know try to do my best at my nine to five and I try to do my best at my part time which is um, at a church that I love very much with my whole heart and I'm a believer and stuff like that and it's just been rough um I had to move into my grandma's house because uh my wife wanted me out um it has nothing to do with an affair or anything because I mean I'm not exactly the best catch but I think it just has to stem with all the things that I do incorrectly as a husband, as a human, as a 
father, as a, a spouse, as just everything. Um, and I don't know how else to explain it, but that's pretty much all that I can gather is that she have arguments and in our arguments she has a subtle way of or not subtle way of reminding me of my failures so uh living with my grandparents uh, actually my grandmother because my grandfather passed last year uh not due to covid but other complications and so you know i'm still grieving with that uh my father is going through a severe depression right now um, doctors can't find anything that he says is wrong. He says he has uh, tinnitus ringing in the ears, and he's got constant pain in his head. Um, he says that his bones are, they just hurt when he sits for too long, he, uh, and he stands for too long. So he'll come in and ask me for prayer, and I pray for him, and sometimes it just gets overwhelming, like, so I left off with uh, my dad, my dad will come into my room and ask me for prayer. And I do. I, you know, we pray, we ask God for his healing and all this stuff. And sometimes it just, well, most of the time it gets overwhelming for me. Um, not that to say that I'm like a bad son or at least I hope I'm not, but like every day it's, it's pretty much consistent it's in the morning and then when he feels like really sick or he feels pain in the bed and I'm working from home you know I'm remote right now um, and then he'll uh he'll come in the night before he goes to bed and sometimes I'm just exhausted with work and that's a lot you know it's like I I feel bad for him and I don't know what else to do. I can't tell them to just snap out of it because I'm dealing with my own mental issues, you know, and and my grandma as well. Like every time, every, well, about 80% of the time that, you know, I just go and say hi or say good morning or greet her. She, she'll greet me and then she'll start to, start to just cry. And, and it's like, it sucks because it's kind of like, man, am I bringing, do I do something to make you think about how lonely you are, how much you miss my grandpa? I try not to think that way, but, you know, she just starts bawling and she starts crying and it's like, you know, nothing's, I ask her what's wrong and she says nothing and, and she just got released out of the hospital because she fell uh, two days ago. She's got a hairline fracture in her spine got a catheter and my stepmom's been very helpful and so it's just like overwhelming you know and and then um and my wife well my, my children's mom is kind of like hey i i got you know class on tuesday so you're gonna have to pick up the kids and so uh you know my thing is like hey well i got meetings or i got i got stuff scheduled and kind of turned into well you know I don't know what you're going to do but I can't have the kids here it's like more of ultimatum and, and less less of like how do we figure this out it's just like I need to do this so you need to pick up your kids 
you know, and it's like I, she could care less. I feel like she could care less, but kind of, kind of sad. But it reminds me of a conversation that we had, or an argument where I just said, you know, like I, I feel that you could care less if I ended up in the hospital due to something. And she, so third call. Sorry, uh, I just, I guess I got a lot to break down and. So I left off with saying that uh, that my wife's argument, if I said, you know, I, I we're arguing about something, and I just ended up telling her, like, you know, you, I, I feel like you could care less if I ended up in the hospital. I don't think you'd be the first one I'd contact, because I don't think you'd show up. And she kind of, she, I guess it hurts to say, but she just basically said, yeah, I would, because I'm tired and it's like you know and then she's like into mental health and stuff like that but it feels like my mental health when it comes to our relationship is is not important at all and I guess she tells me that she needs me to lead and and when I do try or when I do take that step it's not good enough for her like I just fell at that miserably and, and I know it's because of my something that happened in my past I'm pretty sure with my parents that as soon as that happens as soon as she makes it aware to me that you failed as a leader you failed at doing this or doing that and I just I shut down and I like you know I it's hard for me to try again because I know she's gonna I already have the the sense that she's gonna be disappointed um so I don't know. I'm scheduled. I need to see a therapist. I'm, I'm working on that, but it's like I, I need to see somebody more frequently, and it just sucks. And sometimes I just wonder if you know if, if my family's or maybe I'm causing them to live a miserable life or something, or maybe. Maybe better off not knowing that I'm around. I don't know. It's just, it sucks and it hurts and it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what else to do anymore. Hi, um, this is probably my first time leaving a voice message like this, but, um, just want to let everyone know that uh, whatever you're going through, that your feelings are valid. No matter if you think you're crazy or you think you're the, the, the subject is just out of reach, just know that your feelings are very much valid and you deserve to be respected. I hope I can get through someone with that. Hello. I've come to recommend something. Uh, any of y'all are bored. Uh, it's a thing called, uh, or things called ecospheres. Uh, I have one. It's very, it's very interesting. So it's basically a jar filled with, uh, dirt, water, and uh, a singular aquatic plant I got from a riverbed. And, um, Initially, what you have to do is you have to put uh, dirt inside this 
empty mason jar, preferably a big one. Then you get a plant or no plant if you choose. And you know when you when you harvest this dirt, you know it, like the jar, you can't see a thing. It's extremely muddy. But give it a day or two, and then like suddenly all these different animals start appearing that you can't even name because they're so small. I vehemently recommend recommend it to anybody who wants a low maintenance pet, and that's why I like them. Anyway, best of luck. Here's my next foray into why being an adult sucks. So when you're a kid, a lot of things are paid for. You know, like your food's paid for, your electricity, your water, your clothes, all of that. When you get to be an adult, you have to pay for all that. And then, heaven forbid, you buy a home and it needs repairs. <clears throat> so then you're on the hook for paint and lighting and all the things, TV stands, the ceiling mounts for TVs or organizers, dressers, everything that you do not realize costs a shit ton of money. Like a dresser, you know, you think like, oh, that dresser probably costs, you know, $200. Oh, guess what? It's like $600. There is no cheap thing when you're an adult except like a cheeseburger at McDonald's or a sweet tea. Everything is more expensive than you imagine it to be when you're an adult. Like, if you go to the dentist, and you don't even have any cavities. Like, you know, my call previous, part of the Cavity Free Club, still cost me 70 bucks to just be declared a member of the Cavity Free Club. Um, air fresheners. Everybody's got them. Those effers cost, like, $7 for three of them. Not to mention car air fresheners, deodorant, which costs like five, six bucks. Being an adult takes a lot more money than you imagine. Even if you're married. Whether you combine your finances, whether you don't, it's still expensive. So my advice to all the 20-year-olds and older that are thinking, you know, what does the future hold for me? It holds spending lots of money on shit that you did not realize cost a fuck ton of money. Like my blinds that I have to replace and the windows that I have to replace because they leak. Who would have known? If I want to sell my house, I have to spend $10,000. So the blinds that I need to replace in my house and the windows, they're going to end up costing me just for three windows that are right next to each other are going to be up like $3,000. And the blinds are going to be like $1,000. Who would have known? And pets. Don't get me started on pets. Dogs cats, 
frogs. I do not care. They are expensive. You do not realize it until they get sick. Sure, pet insurance, great. But read the little tiny lines that you ignore because all those little tiny lines negate everything that your pet is going to have wrong with it, whether it's leg issues, eye issues, back issues, uh, mouth issues, anything that they have wrong that is predisposed to their breed, you are signing off that you're going to pay out of pocket for that and they are not going to cover it. So, adults to younger adults coming into adulthood. Adulthood's great. You can buy your beer. You can run a car. You can vote. It's fantastic. But just know adulting is expensive and don't even get me started on kids because that's a whole nother pitfall of despair and terror and fantasticness and I don't care if this puts me in debt they need it and yet they don't need it just don't even go there but yeah adulting's cool but it costs a fuck ton to be an adult so just chill with your xbox get your xbox 360 play whatever video games you like don't get a pet don't do any improvements to your home until you have a fuck ton of money saved and enjoy not having good shit until you can afford good shit because that's where you go wrong credit cards are the devil so this quarantine has definitely destroyed my study habits in multiple ways but my peak of stupidity was in december um when we were going back into quarantine again in my town, um, I thought it'd be a great idea to binge watch a 50 episode show called The Untamed in four days. <laughs> and of course I didn't have any schoolwork because it was Christmas break and I was like, I was living it up, you know? I was like, oh man, this is such a good show. And then it ended and I felt up empty inside. And of course I had to fill the hole with another show. And that's where the problem starts because then I got in this bad habit loop of finishing these really good shows and then feeling empty inside and then having to binge another show. So I'm at the point right now, <laughs> like four or five months later, where um, I cannot sit down and watch one episode of a show each night. And that's where the problem comes in because now I'm like starting to stress out because I'm not getting as much work as I should be getting done. You know, I'm not doing as much of it as I should. And I end up not sleeping at night, not because I'm completing my work, but because I'm watching three shows in a row at night. And not at night, throughout two two days, like not even at night. And it's just so bad because like this month, I have five AP tests that I have to do. And if I don't study for them and I don't get above a four in them, then 
they will be useless. Like, I would have paid all this money to take these tests and possibly get college credits for nothing. And I don't want to do that to my parents, but at the same time, I cannot get out of this bad routine that I am in. And um, it's like, it definitely doesn't help that I don't see anyone because I, I made the smart decision to choose online school for this year. And let me tell you, if you have the option, do not choose online school ever. Like, I don't care if you don't like to see people in school or if you don't like the environment. Um, it depends on the circumstances, I guess, but it's just not good after a year of being stuck in your own home without any friends. I've lost all my friends and I've lost all my good habits when I used to be a really good student and now I'm setting myself up for failure in college because I don't even know what it's like to be in school anymore. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. Anyway, I noticed that a lot of people come on this podcast to kind of rant and be negative, and I know I just did exactly that. So I guess I'm going to just ask everybody that <laughs> listens to this, what's, like, a moment in your life that made you genuinely happy so that you can, like... I had asked um, what, like, a moment that genuinely made you happy in the past, and I got cut off. So um, I'm just going to share mine. Uh, I remember one week in the summer, it was around 4th of July, and I had been working overtime that entire week. And I remember at the end of the week, I, like, signed off to get my paycheck. And after I opened the envelope with my paycheck in it, it was the most satisfying thing to see, like, all of my work had finally paid off and I was actually seeing some money for everything I was doing. So, yeah, that's the moment that made me genuinely happy this year. <laughs> okay, thank you for your time. I hope you have a good day. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find more episodes on Spotify and iTunes. We also post episodes to YouTube individual messages to Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. All of those are at CallerGoAhead. And you can find all of our work at CallerGoAhead.com. The show is made possible by the games we make, Party Games, Super Fight, and Red Flags, the miniatures game Gatefall. You can find out about all of those at JackDyer.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.